Next on BYU Sports Nation, a season-long win streak for BYU basketball. The nation's leading scoring team winning on defense. Senior guard Anson Winder joins us in Studio B. How is he feeling and what's the difference the last four games? Plus, West Coast Conference Associate Commissioner Jeff Torrio on why the WCC definitely deserves two bids. Hate on, Jerry Palm. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Whatever it is, the party's underway. BYU Sports Nation live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store. Your home for authentic BYU products. Friday, February 20th. Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. That is not how we do it. Wherever <laughs> and however you're cold. dialed in. Great to have you with us. That I'm Spencer Linton. <laughs> teamed up with tourney train coal miner, Jerem Jordan. Not exactly. But, hey, things are going well for BYU. Four-game win streak, season high. Nice win last night against San Diego. Now next week at Portland, at Gonzaga. I'm going to be up there at those games. Very excited about that. Um, the main goal is to get like Tyler Ross shoe or something from the Thursday game for the set. Uh, I will also watch the games. Um, <laughs> but yeah, ex- exciting times, exciting weekend as well. By the way, men's volleyball tonight and tomorrow. We're gonna talk to Osue Rivera coming up. That guy is awesome. Speaking of, and shoes. I miss his neon shoes. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll ask him why he doesn't wear the neon shoes anymore. It was bittersweet last night because yeah. nice to see BYU get a fourth straight win for the first time this season. Tyler Haas played well, 28 points. You know, the seniors went out with uh, a good feeling. But we, it was hard to leave the Marriott Center last night. And you saw that with Tyler Hawes and his family. He, he did not his, leave yeah, the Marriott Center. he in his uniform for like an hour and a half after the game. He did not leave the Marriott Center until about, because we stayed super late. Just We're chilling. generally the last ones out. Yeah, we, we helped clean up the floor, put away the chairs. <laughs> at like we might ele- as well. Tyler didn't leave till like 11.40. I mean, he, it, he, this is serious. He did not want to leave the court. He wanted to soak in that moment. He enjoyed it with his family. Uh, someone said, hey, when, your last game at Lone Peak, a family member, we uh, took a picture of you kissing the floor. You know, he center did that court. So he did that last night. Uh, yeah, the, everyone's excited. Uh, 28 from Tyler. He, he enjoyed the moment. Anson Winder, we'll talk to him. Uh, they walked in together. They enjoyed the moment. Um, Josh Sharp, Skyler Halford. It was a good night. I, I, it was a celebration of their careers, and it was it's nice to do that in a win. Our, con- our conversation on Friday, as always, alive and well, 24-7 on the Twitter machine. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Be a part of BYU Sports Nation and tell us which great state you are joining the show from. What's the most impressive thing about the BYU four-game win streak? Use the hashtag BYUSN. And like Spencer mentioned, uh, tell us the state you're watching or listening. At Snowsurfa. Holding those four teams under 70 points. See, that for me is numero I smell a uno. of the day. Yeah, that's, that's been a very different trend than the rest of the season. At J-Man 426, we now have a school-approved victory dance, the river dance. Jake Toulson's legend grows <laughs> thanks to the Irish jig he pulled off against Pacific. I ta- I, before the game, I was like, dude, you got super popular last week. He's like, it was... Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> he also told me he's working on something, but then the conversation ended and we got separated. I don't know what he was referencing. He said, I, I don't know if it's a lip sync or something, but he said, man, that's, I really liked those last week. That's like in my wheelhouse. So I don't know what Jake Toulson's 
cooking up. Hopefully it's three-pointers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know what I'm saying? Here are your BYU Sports Nation headlines. What else is going on today? Of course, BYU basketball gets a much-needed win for their tournament resume last night. BYU men's volleyball, as Jeremy mentioned, hosting yeah. Long Beach State tonight, 9 Mountain. Uh, sorry, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Forget what the sports says right there. Sports content. Sports content. Script. Jared Jordan will be on the call. Alani Fua begins his work in the NFL Combine. Sunday. On Sunday as a linebacker, but there are guys running and competing in the drills. You know, it would would work out that way. Yeah, it depends. It's by position. So the linebackers are on the Sabbath. (laughs) This is BYU, man. Did I say something wrong? (laughs) Everyone knows what I'm talking about. Yes. Awkward. No, I, I get it. Hey, rise and shout, Jerem. It's a Friday. <laughs> it's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Four straight wins and a way to send out the four seniors on the right note at the Marriott Center. Tyler Haas, 28 points. Anson Winder told me he was feeling much better. Did not play against Pacific, but last night it showed that he was feeling much better. We'll ask him about the condition of his injuries on BYU Sports Nation later in the show. They needed him. I mean, they absolutely did. Chase Fisher scored two points. Skylar Halford scored three points, but Anson was the third scorer, and that has been kind of the gauge for BYU offensively is can you have a third scorer? That was important, and it was senior night. He wanted to play well, and like I said yesterday, knowing Anson, I said, he's going to play, and that was the idea, but BYU didn't say he will play. You knew he was going to play. He's a baller. Senior night. Fifth-year senior, experienced guy, BYU, to reach their potential, to get into the NCAA tournament. They've got to have Anson Winder. We'll talk to him coming up. Took seven shots, made five of them. Just seven. That's not a ton. And uh, finished with the 15 points. Kyle Collinsworth had another double-double, 16 Collingsworth. points. Collinsworth! 11 rebounds, a ho-hum, four assists. You know, I mean, just Kyle doing what he does. Just four assists. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I'm here four. <laughs> yeah, you only had four assists, man. Pick it up. Wait, wait hold on. On Twitter, at BYU Sports Nation just tweeted, is the Jerem Jordan top button done up look a keeper? Uh, yep, we're going we're gonna to address that for later. keep it done up, return for come on, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why is this a thing? I get so distracted by TweetDeck, it's unbelievable. We'll, we'll handle that later. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> I'm wearing my Northwest green today. Remember last year when everyone was like, are you an Oregon fan? Why'd you wear green the whole week? And then I wore green on purpose a couple of days just to bug people. <laughs> but a 75-62 win. That was nice for BYU. San Diego is a weird matchup oh. for the Cougars. And guess Barrett what? Back. Guess what? BYU only took 12 threes. They made six of them, 50%. They, and they made six. Efficiency. Tons of whistles. BYU goes 23 of 27 from the stripe. That really stuck out to me. 75 points after not scoring the first seven minutes of the game. Amazing. Amazing. Tyler Hawes didn't score uh, a field goal. I believe for the first twelve minutes. Yeah, so he Maybe played some 34. senior night celebration hangover. I don't know. He scored twenty eight in tw- in twenty one minutes. Like unbelievable. The point is BYU's defense was good again, and that brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Sixty two during BYU's four game win streak, Cougars are giving up sixty two points per game. Prior to that win streak, the number was seventy four. The most points allowed by any team in the WCC. BYU will have that distinction by the end of the year because of possessions and whatnot. But 62 points. The game has changed for BYU where defense is more of a priority. Mark Pope is getting those guys to play defense. 
and they're winning. BYU is by playing. They're playing their best basketball right now. That's good because of defense and rebounding. And that's and I agree with that statement. Even though BYU has kind of started slow the last two games, I still think they're finishing those games well, and that's more important. How you play the whole game. I'm not gonna just look at the first seven minutes and say. I have real issues with the way BYU is playing. BYU won by 12 against a team that beat them earlier. I will take that result for sure. Now, can BYU do that against Portland on the road and against Gonzaga on the road and expect to be in those games? I don't think so. It's, it, San Diego at home is different than Portland on the road and certainly different than at Gonzaga. BYU now 18-0 and when they win the rebound battle. They were plus 15 against a very physical, defensive-minded wow. team in San Diego. 38-23. to 23. You're going to win every game you play if you finish plus 15 in the rebound category. Isn't it amazing what kind of difference that has made for BYU? All of a sudden, because you, you can't prioritize everything at the same time. So you have to say, what are we going to do? What are we going to spend mental energy and physical energy on? And BYU decided that that was rebounding recently. And it's changed the game. For the first time all year, BYU is a four-game win streak. Four is the longest, but it's, it's good. BYU is playing well at the right time. In bracket, bracket, matrix, they're in the first four out right now. Yeah, they're in 16 brackets now. That's, they, th- this is good. They this were is, hashtag off, analysis. They were off this the board. Good. They were off the board two weeks ago in bracket, They're off my matrix. board. After the Pepperdine game, I was like, eh, no chance. I reacted like... Or blue goggled homies, but <laughs> I'm I'm looking at the I'm staring at the train and thinking I might get on. I don't know, like not quite yet. BYU beats Portland. They're competitive against Gonzaga. I'm feeling pretty they're good. good. They're in a good place. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say the same what? thing. Wow! I, yeah! Woo! I'm gonna say the same thing I said last year. I think year. you should put it on. Nah, that's I right. think you should put it on. Put on the turn the, the conductor's hat. I will when I feel it. Okay. All right, all listen, right. listen. Jake Toulson gave us a great lesson. When you feel something, react, right? I'm not feeling it, so I'm not going to react. Right? <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Not yet. I, lo- I love that someone put out that vine, and the second part had Bruno Mars music to it. So it just <laughs> added this like different f- flavor that it didn't have otherwise. Calling all fans in the Portland, Oregon area. My homies! You need to My get homies there. homies in the 503! Join there with Jerem and watch Tyler Hawes achieve awesomeness. I'm, I'm excited. Uh... Go up to Portland. There, there are a ton of BYU fans in the Portland area. You go to Vancouver, Washington. That's where Jeff Chapman lives. Uh, it's going to be awesome. It, there, I think BYU fans are going to pack the house. Listen, Tyler Hawes is going to make history. On his way to making BYU basketball history, Tyler Hawes is chasing Jimmer on BYU Sports Nation. Seven points away. Seven. We've been waiting all year. Tyler Haas has now scored 2,593 points Amazing. as a BYU basketball player. Something we haven't mentioned all year. He's the NCAA active career leader in points. Isn't that amazing? Do you, know, do you know who's sixth? I learned this last night. Johnny, Johnny O. Yeah. Because he, he don't play no, he don't play no D. Okay. His head coach told me that. That's his words. Tyler Haas, uh, he... Here's, here's the good thing about BYU being on ESPN again. Okay, They dominated St. Mary's and got some national notoriety ESPN. for that, got back on the screen. Ryan Rossillo of Van Pelt and Rossillo, uh, ESPN's one of their signature radio shows, tweeted out last night, very simple, I love watching Haas of BYU. Okay, These things matter. 
it matters because that goes to his 200,000 plus followers. And it's like, that oh, was at 10 Eastern time, by should, the way. Yeah. Turn on the TV and check out Tyler Hawes. This is important. Okay. There are dissenting opinions about whether the Cougars are going to make the tournament or not, but they're being discussed. Jeff Eisenberg of Yahoo Sports talked about BYU and their bubble chances, saying oh, they might have to beat Gonzaga once to sneak into the field of 68. Hopefully not. And then our good friend Jerry Palm joined the conversation last night. And Hello, I'm, Jerry. I'm almost positive he does this just because he's bored or something. I, I don't know. But he knows People that, he, that can, he, he can get under the skin of BYU fans. He did this all last year. Oh, like, they're it, not a tournament team. They're not even on the bubble. It's not well, hard to get under the skin of BYU fans. Last <laughs> night, he, he tweeted out, BYU not a tournament team. And I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, whatever. You're not the only one saying that they're not a tournament team. But then someone's like, you said, this is a bubble conversation, Jerry. And he's like, oh, misunderstood. They're not a bubble team. And I'm like, really, that, dude? That's just dumb. Come on, BYU man. Is on the bubble. Come on, they're dude. on the bubble. And that brings us to our daily RPI update. It's the Daily RPI Watch on BYU Sports Nation. Thank you, Ben. BYU up to 57 in the Daily RPI, up two spots from 59. They are now 2-3 and three versus the RPI Top 50. Interestingly St. enough, Mary's is 50. St. Mary's is now number 50. Yeah. Stanford has dropped to 53. Oh, come on. So BYU's best wins against the Gales and the Minutemen. Come on, Cardinal. Long Beach State, by the way, has dropped out of the RPI Top 100, so they only have three wins. The, the yeah, 49ers now 102. Come on, 49ers in basketball, not volleyball. They'll get back in. They'll get back in the Top 100. BYU has enough of a resume right now to be on the bubble. Yeah, Jerry Palm, I'm talking to you, bro. We need to get him on the show. We, I want him to come on the show. Like, and please we just, explain yourself. And we just ask one question. Yeah, why, 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 BYU, do you why hate is the BYU, BYU on the button? No, that's, <laughs> that, that's this. <laughs> hey, Gary Paul, why do you hate BYU, man? What do you have against Mormons? Uh, <laughs> it always blows, it's like, that has nothing to do with it. That's got to the Twitter machine. You got tweets. What is the most impressive thing about the current BYU four-game win streak? At Cougar Bell says, the most impressive thing is that they have won Scrappy. We talked about this Scrappily? a couple weeks ago. Scrappy. I don't know. Scrappiness? We talked to Blaine Fowler a couple weeks ago about this, that BYU hadn't really won a game in a scrappy manner. They did it against Stanford and UMass, um, but in conference they had yet to win ugly. They did it against that? San Francisco. And then they did it against San Francisco. They've done it. Recently, uh, they've been blowing teams out. But, yeah, scrappy, I think, implies there's something to that with rebounding. Rebounding's not a, like a clean act. It's You get bodied up. You get bounced around. You got to dive for stuff. And BYU's winning the rebounding battle. BYU's 13-point win last night, by the way, was the smallest margin of victory they've had in the four-game win streak. They beat LMU because by 17. They beat St. Mary's by 22. They beat Pacific by 25. And so a 13-point win is like, oh, that was kind of close. No. <laughs> no. BYU is winning during this four-game win streak, 82-62. I love it. Crushing fools. At Seth Killingbeck. Best part of a four-game win streak is that the Cougs did it despite four completely different officiating styles. Oh, man. <laughs> Hashtag WCC Zeebs. Well, <laughs> Zeebs. What was, what was the quote last night? Tyler Hawes. I'll, I'll find it. I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but... Basically, he said, you're ne- you never know you what you're going to get You don't know league. what you're going to get in the league. Get. Yeah. Shot fired. Well, that's unbelievable. 
He said what everyone's thinking. Anson Weiner got to the free throw line a few times last night. We will talk to him next on BYU Sports Nation. How is the health of the senior guard? Does he like the tournament chances? Button up. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. As always, simulcast on BYU Radio and on BYU TV. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. Join the conversation by using the hashtag BYUSN. Don't forget tonight, volleyball on BYU TV against Long Beach State. Cougars are fifth. The 49ers are ninth. 9 p.m. Eastern time on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Check it out tonight. It's tonight and tomorrow. Huge weekend for BYU men's volleyball. Yeah, we got kicked out of the 49ers practice yesterday. We chose to leave. No one, <laughs> no one kicks me out of the Smithfield house. <laughs> Ex- except for the, Ar- the Guardians. Like, do you have a wristband? I'm like, no, I don't. I'm sorry. I have to leave. <laughs> Tyler That's Hosen. not going to be a problem with the new annex. Yeah, Jimmer Fredette couldn't even get by the, uh, the Can RB you imagine? Guardians, man. Can you imagine that? Yeah, no. I, I can't. Oh, man. You know, speaking of somebody that probably ran into the RB Guardians at one point or another, Anson Winder. Oh, yeah. Senior guard. What's up, guys? Anson, welcome back to the set. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Congratulations on a successful senior night, 75-62 win over San Diego. And uh, more importantly, you seemed healthy, man. How are you feeling? I feel great. Um, You know, after sitting for a week here, a week and a half, it feels good to just finally get out there and run around a little bit. You know, once the drilling gets going, you know, I mean, you start to feel great. So last night, just being out there, I felt really good, and it was really excited that we were able to get a win. You know, get our fourth win in a row, and and just hopefully carry that momentum onto the next game. So, what are your injuries exactly? Um, right now it's just the growing, uh, and it feels a lot better. Uh, that time off really helped. That rest really helped my body, and right now just you know taking it day by day uh getting treatment that i need to just keep it healthy and get through the year especially for this final stretch that we have knee still bugging you no knee's good oh totally great. just yeah just growing right now so it's kind of it stinks cuz you have the one injury that starts and and then you know you kind of overcompensate and then you kind of injure something else but i mean as far as that goes my body's feeling great and healthy and just excited to keep winning, hopefully. You're getting old, man. I know. <laughs> old age, like, man. <laughs> I, I just need a whole new, whole new right leg if anyone's willing to donate. <laughs> Jer- Jeremy mentioned me last night. It's unbelievable. I remember when Anson was just this little red shirt this freshman coming freshman. in. And now you're a senior. 15 points, 5 of 7 shooting last night. What were the emotions like uh, entering the arena and, and playing uh, in your final regular season home game? It was It was a weird vibe, you know. Once you pull up to the arena and you walk in and it's like, man, this is the last time I'll be doing this. And it's funny because me and Tyler got there at the same time. So we're walking in kind of looking at each other like, is this really the last time that we'll get to do this at the Marriott? So, I mean, you take the elevator ride down and you get prepared, you get taped, you warm up for it and and it starts to dawn on you like, hey, you know, this is this is it right here. So we got to go out with a win and and to, you know, have to be recognized on senior night with you know, three other great guys that, you know, we've started together and and been able to battle and, and go through all these, you know, these tough and, and these highs and lows, you know, as a group. It's, it's been great. And to, you know, top it off with a win is, you know, made for a perfect night. To me, you're the anti-Jake Heaps. Um, Jake wanted <laughs> everything right away, right? So he left, and then he left, right? Kansas and Miami. It's not dogging on Jake. It's just the decision he made. You chose to stay at BYU and pay the price, come off the bench until your senior year when you got a little more run as a starter. Unfortunately, you got hurt. Why did you decide, okay, this is worth it for me to just wait it out and work hard? Um, 
I think the the grass isn't always green on the other side. Um, and as bad as things got here, it really wasn't that bad. I mean, as far as school went, school was great at the time. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like I, I felt like I was in a bad situation and just things didn't work out. I got hurt and, you know, things just – it went a different direction for me at the time. So, you know, I, I didn't want to leave and have to start all over again when, you know, nothing's broken here. It's just – it just wasn't my time. So to to sit through it and kind of reap the rewards now, it's been great, you know, to have fun my senior year and put all that behind me and just enjoy what's, what's to come and what's, you know, what's what the future holds is, is a way better feeling. And I've enjoyed it. And, you know, I feel great with the decision I made to come to BYU. And I wouldn't change it for anything. And, you know, I've enjoyed my time here, definitely. BYU senior guard Anson Winder on BYU Sports Nation at 15 points in a 13-point BYU win last night. The Cougars have now won a season-high four games in a row. But what Jeremy and I were discussing this morning and, and last night, Anson, is the defense has been way better compared to the majority of the season. I mean, on average, BYU has given up 73 again. The last four wins, only 62 uh, to the opponents. So what what happened to uh, switch that up? Um, I think just our, our defensive mentality has been a lot better. I think one thing we didn't do as well beginning of the year that we're doing now is rebounding the ball. Um, you know, it's it's funny because in years past we had a trouble we had trouble getting teams to miss shots, and now you know all year we've got teams to miss. We just couldn't rebound the shot. We were giving them second chance points. So you know, these last few weeks, it's I mean, even that game I didn't play, it was amazing to see how many you know opportunities that we had to just get the rebound and and lead to fast break points and quick points on offense, and that just that just helps our team and and helps us get to the eighty and ninety mark that we want to get to every game. So it helps us on offense and defense rebounding the ball as well as we do. You were, and you were plus 15 last night. I thought that was very impressive. Uh, our Twitter question today, Anson, is this. Let's ask you this. What's the most impressive thing about BYU's four-game win streak? Um, I think just the way we've been doing it, the mentality that we've had going in, I think we've been a little angry um, I think and excited, too. Like Tyler said, uh, I think he said in an interview yesterday and the day before that, you know, our tournament's kind of started now. Um, you don't have much room for error uh, when it comes to, you know, losing and winning. So I think when we take that mentality that, hey, we need to win every game and, and you could, it's a lose and go home type situation, uh, you know, you're, it's more of your back against the wall and, and you, you fight until, you know, hopefully you can come out with a win. Well, I've been impressed with the way that uh, your team has responded after some slower starts the past two games. Pacific uh, was kind of a back and forth game for the first 30 minutes last night. BYU goes seven minutes without scoring a point. You scored the first bucket. You came uh, in, you're like, enough is enough. <laughs> Let us score the ball. <laughs> but then you turned it on in the second half. We haven't seen that a ton this year from this team of, like, getting up in the second half and then really kind of going for what my high school coach used to call the boot stomp, where you just <laughs> you end it right there. Uh, maybe that's a little bit too graphic. <laughs> no, it could be worse. I uh, thought it was worse. I don't know. Um, but the, the point being, Anson, is – this team is is learning how to how to finish, and I'm wondering where that comes from. Um, I think just through the course of the year, we've had even when you go back to the San Diego game, we're up we're up by I don't know how much ten maybe at their place, and we end up squandering the lead. And the same with a few other games we've had throughout the year, um, where down the stretch we kind of let teams hang around and we end up losing in the course of the game. And I think just going out or coming out of halftime, we all looked, you know at each other and say, hey, look, we've been here before and we need to do what we need to do to, to keep the lead and hopefully extend it to where we can kind of break a team earlier instead of trying to crawl out of a win in the last, you know, three or four minutes of a game. So I think that our mentality has changed, 
you know, made a full switch uh, from where we've been at the beginning of the year. Boot stomp. The boot stomp. <laughs> the boot stomp. <laughs> How do you play? Uh, I guess, what else do you need to do to play like you did against St. Mary's in other games this season? Um, that defensive mentality, because we know we're going to score points. I think that's been, you know, our craft since I've been at BYU. So if we can get teams to miss and, and have a rebounding margin like we had yesterday where we were 50, plus 15, uh, we don't lose games when we win our rebounding margin. And Coach showed us the stats yesterday. What is it, 17-0? Eight, 18-0. 18-0, and 0. 18 and 0 when, when we re- out-rebound the opponent. So if we can keep that going, it's going to be hard to, you know, it's going to be hard for teams to beat us. Where do you feel like this team can still get better after what now twenty nine games in the season, um, just sticking to our defensive principles. Um, like I said, we I, I don't think scoring has ever really been a problem. We have a great scorer on Tyler Hawes and Kyle and Chase, um, so scoring has never been a problem. And even Skyler too. Uh, but defense, I think we can you know tighten things up a little bit more on defense, and and of course with if we can keep that rebounding mentality and continue to stop teams from scoring and and make them take more contested shots and and tough shots and more than than they usually take. I think it just helps our our defensive team and helps our offense as well. Anson, do you feel like uh, BYU is an NCAA tournament team? Oh, definitely, 100%. Um, We've let some games slip, some couple of big games that really would have helped our resume, but it's a time of the year where, you know, you just win and you keep winning and, you know, hopefully you don't have to look back and say, hey, you know, we didn't win enough. You know, if you win enough games, you'll get in, so... Uh, we had these last two games and then the Vegas tournament, which we're all excited for, and, and then hopefully let the chips fall where they may and we can make a run in the tournament. I told Tim Lacombe last night, one of your assistant coaches, hey, man, I'm on the tourney train. And he's like, how about we just get on the Portland train? <laughs> and I'm like, we can do that too. That, that's a stop on the way to the tournament. Such a coach answer. <laughs> the next game. It's, it totally is. Uh, obviously, you want to keep this thing rolling and uh, get a fifth straight win. You're going to have to go into Portland on the road, uh, which last year in triple overtime, a loss. It was a crazy game. Bobby Sharp's not having that game again. I'm just going to no. say that right no now. Way. Right no now. Way. What kind of a game are you anticipating as you head out on this final regular season road trip, starting with Portland? Uh, it's going to be a battle. They're a physical, probably one of the most physical teams in our conference, um, and they play really well at home, um, like most teams usually do um so we're anticipating a fight um they're going to guard us and they're going to make us take contested shots and tough shots and and they're going to score on offensive end too they've got some great offensive players that we had trouble with when they came here to our place so we're expecting a, a, a tough fight and hopefully we can keep that mentality that we've had these last few weeks and and leave there with a win because that'll really help our our resume uh what was the reaction uh for the team to jake toolson's jig um, <laughs> I, I wasn't playing that game, so I was sitting behind him, and, and as the shot's going up, you know, we're all expecting it to go in because Kyle is shooting it. And then he just kind of stands up well before the shot even goes in. So we are like, kind of laughing but still cheering at the same time. So later on I asked him, I'm like, what would you have done if, if he would have missed? And he was like, uh, I probably would have just faked an injury or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it was funny. We watched it the next day in film, and we all got a kick out of it. There's been so many videos of people redoing it, and you know, it was funny to see. And, you know, he's just a good teammate. You know, no matter who it is, whoever's scoring the ball, he's up and he's yelling screaming. And I think that was just a spur of the moment dance he, he did for Skyler. Spur the moment, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, chick- the chicken dance mixed in there. I was just it was so BYU, too. What was Dave Rose's reaction to Jake Tolson's Irish jig? Um, 
I'm just happy that it went in and we won the game because <laughs> uh, things are a little bit easier to laugh off after a win and, and a made shot. So uh, he was laughing. We all were, you know, pretty. It was pretty funny, pretty hysterical. So we enjoyed it. During the football season, we talked with Michael Elisa frequently on this show, and he gave us a sense of I'm a senior, I'm enjoying this, um, and I'm soaking it up. Uh, do you have that sense of? Okay, you you could have I don't know you know two regular season games left. Hopefully three in Vegas and a couple more after that. Do you have that sense of okay, this near the end I'm going to enjoy this a little more than I would normally? Oh, definitely. Um, you know, the last couple of years you get towards the end of the year and then it's kind of like hey, you know, you're hoping you get to the tournament and you can make a run. But now it's like I'm kind of hoping everything slows down a little bit. You know, it's moving a little bit too fast. We've got through this year way too quick. Um, and you know, I talk to my dad every day, and he's always saying, hey, just you know, be patient with everything you do and, and let it all sink in um, because it'll be over before you know it. And, you know, I've enjoyed it. Uh, it's been great. And, you know, as time goes by, uh, these are all memories that I'll get to carry with me for a lifetime, and, you know, hopefully I can make the best of them while I can right now. Emotions are obviously high on a night like, uh, like last night. Your parents are there. You just brought up your dad. Um, at any point, Anson, did you shed a tear during the senior night festivities? Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> before, like, so probably two days ago, if you would ask me, I would have said, no way, I'm not going to cry <laughs> for what? We have a basketball game. So, but, um, you know, watching the video when hearing all the thanks and the applause from the crowd, it just kind of, you know, it just kind of came over me and it's like, man, this is, I mean, this is the great, you know, fan base that we have and a great support system and, you know, to have this be my last year and 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 be it for me is, you know, it's kind of a bittersweet. Like, hey, you're on to your your next endeavor, but at the same time, this is this is it for as far as BYU athletics go. So, I mean, just taking that all in and having your family there to actually see you live in person and and be recognized with three other great seniors, it it was a lot to take in. And and yeah, I shed a couple of tears. I was trying to hold back, you know, but. Um, that just comes with the comes with the territory, and I was glad to be able to do it with three great guys and my, my family there. That's why BYU didn't score for the first seven minutes. They couldn't see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just figured it out. Yeah. It took a while. You just had to clear our eyes. Well, really the emotions will, oh, there we go. The emotions <laughs> will score you some points with the ladies. Okay, more importantly, the lady, right? The lady. Yeah. Okay, the so, lady. I mean, yeah. there, there is there is the all American. <laughs> yeah, the all American. The all Canadian. <laughs> Ants, congratulations on the win and the four game win streak. We, uh, we wish you the best of luck against Portland. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you having me. Um, go Cougs, man. Man, it's uh, it's good to have Anson Winder back and healthy. Keep it rolling, baby. Get win number five in Portland. How does the NCAA Tournament Selection Committee view the West Coast Conference as a whole? Good tease. There are conversations happening on the regular. Jeff Torrio joins us next to explain. The Cougar Club, supporting BYU's 623 student-athletes. Welcome to the club. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision, live on a Friday on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Download the show podcast on iTunes or at BYUSportsNation.com. As mentioned, the West Coast Conference Tournament coming up in a couple of weeks, and BYU TV will be there for the fifth year in a row. We will broadcast 12 live games partnering up with the West Coast Conference and ESPN. BYU Sports Nation will be live from Las Vegas as well, including a special Saturday edition at noon Eastern as well. And we are very excited uh, to announce and to be back in Las Vegas for the fifth year in a row at the WCC Tournament. It's going to be a lot of fun. Do you remember our first guest 
after we launched the official simulcast? I do. I believe we're going to talk to him right now. That is correct. Jeff Toriel, the now associate West Coast Conference Commissioner. Jeff, welcome to BYU Sports Nation. Thanks for having me, guys. Always can you, a pleasure. Can you believe it's almost been a year since you were that first simulcast guest? I do, because I think I regret the way I, I signed the flag. So I'd love <laughs> to have another crack at that one day, maybe. We've got it in the studio right here. I'm going to have to find your name. I don't even know where it is. What, wait, what was bad about signing the flag? What was... I- I just remember there was so much pressure on me to get it right because I was the first one on there. And, and, you know, hopefully now a year later it's been buried enough that nobody would even notice. <laughs> it is littered with signatures, so yeah, it might be hard to find. Jeff Torrio with us on BYU Sports Nation. As we just mentioned, Jeff, fifth year in a row the BYU TV will be in Las Vegas for the entirety of the tournament. What's the relationship like between BYU TV and the conference along with ESPN to ensure that each and every WCC game has the national exposure you want it to have. Well, and that's, and that's just it, Spencer. Is, is, you know, we're so fortunate to have a great partner in, in BYU TV uh, come into our tournament and, and put on such a great show. I mean, we're, we think we have a pretty good event, and we know that the games themselves are, are competitive, but to, to really be able to bring that national and international audience to it, uh, knowing that realistically ESPN cannot do 18 games they've got plenty of other conference tournaments they've got to cover as well and so to have BYU broadcasting there is uh, we're just truly fortunate and hard to believe it's already going to be the fifth year and hopefully it's the fifth of 200 or more years (laughs) I plan on being at every single one of those Uh, five (laughs) years ago is interesting because BYU TV went down we went down there and BYU was not even in the league but it's been fun uh, to grow that relationship. What can fans expect uh, this year out of the Vegas experience with the WCC tournament? Well, you know, I think, you know, the reason that, that fans go to the games are, are for the games. And so the tournament, we really want it to be kind of an engulfing, and maybe that's not the right word, a, a truly kind of immersive experience and so that there's more to do than just the games. And we can certainly talk about that. But But the draw, no doubt, is the games themselves. And I think on both the women's side and the men's side from what we've seen uh, so far with, with three dates left in the regular season, I think Vegas is going to be pretty wild on the court. Jeff, what is better for the league to have a dominant one seed, overall seed uh, projected in the NCAA tournament like Gonzaga, or maybe to have three bids of teams outside the top 20? Do you, do you care? What's better? I mean, for me personally, I want, I want all 10 teams in the, in the NCAA tournament. Um, it, that may be a bit of a stretch, uh, but that's that's the goal. And uh, you know, the more the more the better, because our job is to put our teams in the best position we can to to get that national exposure. Obviously, at the end of the day, we don't play the games, and you know, whatever is going to happen is going to happen. But um, you know, we certainly we do want quantity. But there's no taking away what Gonzaga has done so far this year is is remarkable. And my goodness, that is a very talented team. Absolutely, and it's going to be a challenge for BYU to uh, play them next week in Spokane uh, next Saturday. It seems like the league is up. Uh, We're seeing that, I guess, in the RPI, but what's the perception uh, that you're getting of WCC basketball this season? Well, I I, I would agree with that, Jeremy. I think the league is as good as it's been because it's deeper than it's been. And so what people may see from afar who don't follow it as closely is they – look at records and they see one ranked team again a very highly ranked team and they see some middle of the pack teams with 500-ish records and they say oh the league is down or of course Gonzaga is dominating because that league's not very good but the reality is 
it's not just Gonzaga, BYU, and St. Mary's in some order, and then everybody else. It's the everybody else has gotten better, and the middle of the conference is much stronger than it was, and the bottom of the conference is much stronger than it was. Look at last night. Pacific, our last-place team right now, played Gonzaga about as well as anybody has in conference play, and, you know, it's it's hard to make people understand that, and that's that's just a challenge we face in our office daily. When you look at a team like BYU or St. Mary's, uh, both bubbly when it comes to making the NCAA tournament, how do you sell those teams uh, to people on the committee or, or propagate for them to, to get in the field of 68? Well, and, and, you know, part of it is that the committee has made it very clear over the years that they want teams to challenge themselves and play the best possible schedule. And I think, in my opinion, that will help BYU's case down the stretch this year. Uh, we do have regular calls with committee members, um, and that's not, nothing special to the West Coast Conference. Each conference has that uh, scheduled, and we do keep in touch with uh, committee members that are assigned to cover our conference. We're in regular touch with so-and-so is injured and isn't going to play tonight, but he'll be back in two weeks, that kind of thing, uh, keeping them up to date. And the good thing is, thanks in part to our television partners, we've got such great exposure that it's very easy for the committee to keep up with West Coast Conference teams anywhere in the country. What's the vibe uh, in these conversations with the committee about West Coast Conference hoops? Uh, the, the committee recognizes um, how strong our conference is, and I, I, I think you know, I take some solace in that because, again, I read the same things as you guys on, on the Internet from um, college basketball writers and so on, and, and, and I get frustrated at times of seeing the West Coast Conference and one bid league mentioned together uh, but I don't think the committee views us that way. Now, that's not to say, obviously, that at the end of the day that, that is or isn't how their vote will go. It's a lot still to be determined over the next few weeks. But uh, I feel pretty good about where we are right now. So put on your bracketology hat. If, if the tournament was today, do you think BYU would be in? Yes. Why do you say that? Uh, strong non-conference schedule. Uh, 21 wins to this point against a pretty strong schedule. I think they're in. Jeff Toriel on BYU Sports. More often. Yeah, yeah, seriously. You're, br- <laughs> you're bringing it, man. We need to get you in the bracketology hat more often. Keep in mind, I don't have a vote, though. And, <laughs> and I there, may be a little bit biased. light WCC bias there. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe just a little. <laughs> Jeff, you were at the game last night in the Marriott Center uh, watching Tyler Hawes and Anson Winder and Skylar Halford, Josh Sharp, those four seniors play their final regular season home game. What do you think about the Marriott Center and uh, the unique college basketball experience in Provo, Utah? such an awesome experience. I love going to games in that building. The fans are fantastic. Uh, the game management folks do such a great job of putting on a fantastic event. It's such a great show. I truly enjoy it. And, you know, the senior night piece to me is always interesting because, you know, did that have something to do with BYU not scoring for the first seven minutes? I have no <laughs> idea, but, but, but maybe. And then you look at it from the other side and you're San Diego. Do you stay there and, and watch that or do you go back in the locker room which is what San Diego did and come back out and have only a minute or two to warm up before the game so I always take these senior night the the early parts of those games with a grain of salt I mean we saw for San Diego this past Saturday almost a week ago now and they had their senior day against St. Mary's and they came out strong on a run and then maybe the adrenaline started to wear off and and St. Mary's was able to get back and win that game so I to me that's just fascinating I don't know what you make of it but it's it's interesting to watch 
The other day we discussed the West Coast Conference Player of the Year and who we thought the nominees were. I don't think that there's a clear winner, although I think that Kyle Wiltshire probably, he might have won it uh, last night with his 45-point performance. It's been an interesting year that way in the league where you have some really good players, but there's not been maybe one that has stood out, right? I'd agree with that. And, and you know, it's, I, I was thinking about that this morning is if – if I had a vote, who would I vote for? And, and to be clear, I don't. I have no say. None of us in the It's all the coaches, office. right? Correct. It's all the head coaches, so none of us have any say whatsoever in, in who's going to win those kinds of awards. But, but you're right. It is fascinating. I mean, what Wilcher did last night was remarkable, and I had a chance to uh, watch some of the game late night from my hotel because that's what I do at 2 in the morning on a <laughs> Friday night or Friday morning. But, Party. Uh, he was <laughs> – I mean, what Wiltshire did was, was very impressive. I mean, it wasn't like they were necessarily running plays to get him the ball. It was totally in the flow of the offense, and he had a fantastic night. But, I mean, you've got a couple of guys on the BYU team that would certainly be in that discussion, and I think Brad Waldo at, at St. Mary's certainly, you know, you can't skip discussing him as well. So, who knows? Jeff Toriel, the Associate Commissioner of the West Coast Conference, bringing it on BYU Sports Nation. Jeff, always great to talk to you. We will see you in Las Vegas. All right, thanks, guys. Can't wait to see you in Vegas in less than two weeks. Jeff Toriel of the West Coast Conference. I, I liked his passion today. I thought he was on point. I can't wait to get to Vegas either. Man, just we're That's one less of my than two weeks away. Year. With the generous support of the Cougar Club, BYU's 623 student-athletes are role models, leaders, graduates, and champions. Guys like Josue Rivera support BYU Volleyball. He's in studio next. Be willing to help guys like Jose succeed with your donation, and welcome to the club. All right, man, you ready to go? Yeah. All right. Jose is ready. BYU Sports Station presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. My name is Spencer Linton, teamed up with Jerem Jordan on a Friday. Tonight, men's volleyball is on BYU TV, BYU Radio. Check it out, 9 Eastern. Fifth-ranked BYU, ninth-ranked Long Beach State. The Cougars are actually in a tie for first in the Mountain Pacific Sports Federation. If they win tonight... It's the halfway point of MPSF play. They'll be in first. Fantastic result. So take that uh, and watch it tonight and tomorrow night, 9 Eastern time. Jerem Jordan, Steve Vale, and our own Lauren Frankham on the call tonight. Lauren Frankham's birthday. Happy birthday, Lauren. What is the most impressive thing about the BYU basketball four-game win streak? We also have a second Twitter question that is involving Jerem's current attire with the top button up or... I don't know, top button buttoned? Anyway, Jerem, you're losing right now. This is who I am now. (laughs) I'm losing? No, I'm winning. (laughs) In in life, I am winning. I don't need I don't need a Twitter poll to tell me what I'm supposed to do with my clothes. You know what? We should ask our next guest what he thinks about yeah, let's ask the Josue. top button being buttoned up. Josue Rivera. Josue, welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. I want you to critique Jerem's outfit Thank right you. now. Um, up, like, like, should I unbutton it or keep it buttoned? Dude. It go with the flow. I like it. You like it? Okay. Yeah, sure, My man. Okay. Puerto Rico. PR, what up? Hey, just represent where you are, right? <laughs> Oregon and Puerto Rico. Uh, Utah. <laughs> yes. I appreciate that. And you're yes. a man with style. In fact, you last year uh, wore neon shoes for a yeah. long time yeah. so that your grandma could see you on the court. Was that I mean, I, I bought them because they were comfy. I like them. And it turned out to be great because my grandma like, didn't love me anymore. And she knew where, where I was in the court all the time. That was awesome. <laughs> so it was a great deal. Why no neon shoes this season? Um, to be honest, I haven't bought any shoes or anything because I didn't know if I was going to play because of the shoulder. Yeah. Now that I'm back, I actually ordered some. 
Oh, you ordered some new ones. I got some new ones. Oh, <laughs> I told Jay and the boys, so it'll be yeah. Next <laughs> we'll What see. are you doing with the old shoes? Ah, uh, they're in the locker. I still use them. Just like they're still like broken and stuff. So when yeah. you're done with them. We, I think we need to. Could we? Could we have one? We need to. Sure. We need to immortalize. <laughs> yeah. We need to immortalize <laughs> those set. shoes and put the them set. on the set this way. <laughs> when you're done. Yeah, sure. Awesome. <laughs> we put the pressure on a national TV and radio, and then they commit. That's what happens. Josue Rivera, like, BYU men's volleyball <laughs> on BYU Sports Nation. Josue, this team uh, after Taylor Sander departed, a lot of people wondered, you know, in your injury and guys banged up. What's this team going to do? Well, you're nearing the halfway point of MPSF play and uh, BYU right back on the top. What do you think about uh, the status of BYU volleyball right now? Um, we're doing great. I mean, it's like everyone, like, since last year, they were like, what are you guys going to do next season because you're going to lose Taylor? Whatever. I was like, we're still going to be a good team. I mean, we, I didn't expect we're going to be really good, but we, we, I knew we had the talent to win it all. It just depends on how, we're, how hard we work and depends on how coaches move the players around. And so far, it's doing great. So far, I'm enjoying it. And what I love about this team, anyone can play. Anyone from the bench can come in and just hammer the ball. Or yeah, like make an play. impact. Yeah, I make an impact, exactly. So I'm excited. We're doing good. That was, the, that was the message that I took away from watching you guys in the early part of the season in practice was, man, there's a lot of guys that know what they're doing. There's actual depth, like not just dudes on the team that you hope are good. They're actually guys that are good. Tim Dobbert has an ankle injury. Yeah. Matt Underwood's played well. You were hurt. Uh, Brendan Sander and Phil Fuchs and Kirill Meritev and Jake Langlo. I mean, the, you have legitimate backups to come in. That's going to yeah. be good for the whole season, right? Yeah, it's going to be great. I feel like that helps a lot also to rest the guys, knowing like put all the pressure in one guy. So that'll be great. Now, when you get your new shoes, hopefully uh, they help your, your shoulder continue to, to be okay. How, how is your health right now? Um, it's good. I think like, uh, we're doing work every day, like rehab, crazy. Vivian's helping a lot, Blaine, the trainers. And I think it's like 95%. I would say I haven't been hitting the ball how I used to. But he's getting closer every day, and he's feeling looser every day. So I'm excited. On Saturday, you had nine kills, seven digs, and an ace in the win at USC. You guys split. In fact, Friday night, you're up two sets to none. You're losing five by two. You probably should have taken two. But what did that mean to go down to L.A. and play USC so well? Awesome. That means, like, we have a good team and we're going to, like, because that was, like, a match that was, like, all right, let's see how we are, how good we are. And we have the talent. We know it. It's just now we have to play hard and work hard every day. You split with USC. Now you welcome Long Beach State into the Smithfield house. How do you keep things rolling when you come off an emotional win like the one on the road at USC and uh, not have a letdown against Long Beach State? Well, we we practice hard every day and practice on Monday and like we start focusing. We forget kind about USC and then start focusing about Long Beach. That's what we do every week. Next the game we play um, in the that weekend we're gonna practice for them. Like US uh, Long Beach, like they will do some stuff and then we'll practice that against in practice. So I guess we're already like ready for Long Beach. Just bring it. I mean, it's hard to have a letdown in the Smithfield House, yeah. right? Yeah, that place is crazy. He's awesome. <laughs> what, uh, t- 32 match win streak. In fact, I, I looked this up. It's been 750 days since Bioya has lost a home match. I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. When when the Smithy Fieldhouse is rocking, what do you in the middle of a match? What do you hear? Can you zone out certain things? Only hear your teammates. What's that like? Yeah, I zone out like a lot, <laughs> but I just still hear the crowd like 
just a bunch of noise behind you. Like especially when you do a great play, it's just awesome to feel that you have the backup right with you and right close so close to you. So it is awesome. It's like make you do anything you can. Hostway, awesome. we wish you the best of luck this weekend. Great to have you in studio. Have you signed our flag? I think. Yeah, I think we're yeah, awesome. He okay. signed the flag. Want to make sure. <laughs> and and the neon shoes. I'm I'm serious. We're we're, we're serious. going to display it. So far, I've used the only one practice, so you can have them. Use the locker room out there. <laughs> when you're done, when you're done, you use them as long as you want. Yeah, Hostway, great to have you, man. Thank you. Up next nice on BYU Sports Nation, we put a bow on this Friday show with the Cougar whip around everything else relevant in BYU Sports Nation. Volleyball's the best. Dancing. (laughs) BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. My wife gave me an idea of how to transition into the whip this time. Okay. It's from friends. Chandler. Wapa! It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Men's Basketball. After a slow start, the Cougars heated up to a 75-62 win against San Diego on senior night. Tyler Haas scored 28. He's now just seven points shy of Jameer Frederett on the all-time scoring list. Men's Volleyball. Josue Rivera just joined us. His team, BYU facing number 9 Long Beach State tonight at the Smithfield House. Game on BYU TV at 9 Eastern. Jerem Jordan, Steve Vale, Lauren Frank, I'm on the call. Softball. A day one split for the Cougars at the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic. The Cougars beat UCSB 16-4, then fell to Maryland 2-1 in extra innings. BYU junior third baseman Coco Tawali'i had a grand nice. slam in the first game. BYU takes on Texas A&M at the top of the air. Woo. Golf. BYU moves up to 10th place after the second day of the John H. Burns Intercollegiate. The final round of play underway at the Wailua Golf Course. Baseball. BYU entered the ninth inning tied with Nebraska, but gave up a three-run double and fell to the Cornhuskers 6-3. Same two teams today. First pitch, two Eastern. Swimming and diving. MPSS Swimming and Diving Championships continue today. Wrap up tomorrow at the Rosewell Aquatic Center in Pasadena, California. Rise and Shout today brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. And it goes to all four BYU basketball seniors celebrating last night's win. Thanks to Anson Winder, Jeff Torrio, Josue Rivera, and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. And don't forget to retweet our tweet if you think Jerem should undo his top button. Or you can favorite it, whatever. <laughs> it's 12-6 for the unbutton it. The show on demand on BYUtv.org for Jerem and Spencer. Shout out to the sharpshooter Mark Heslin. We're back to work on Monday. Volleyball.